0: You're listening to Around the King's Table, a podcast of the Mount Church in Clemson, South Carolina, with Pastor George Marshall and Pastor Brian Mann. Pull up a chair and listen in as they seek to serve up biblical dialogue for building disciples of Jesus.
1: All right, welcome to this episode of Around the King's Table. I'm Brian, and I'm George. And with us today, we have a crowd. Yeah. We have a crowd to talk about college, college life, and the local church. And so what I want to do is just to have you start off by introducing yourselves. Should we go ladies first? Yeah. Okay, ladies first. Rachel, you want to go first?
2: Hi, I'm Rachel Twitty. I'm a student at Clemson, finishing my senior year in biomaterials engineering.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And you're from?
2: I'm from Seneca, South Carolina.
1: Mm-hmm. And you are also an athlete at Clemson.
2: Yes, I am a member yeah. of Clemson Women's Rowing Team. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, hi, I'm Julianne.
0: I am a third year uh, in the math PhD program, so I'm actually a graduate student at Clemson. And what are the questions? I'm originally from Washington State.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And you went, you did your undergrad at?
0: Oh, I did my undergrad at Gordon College, which is a small Christian school in uh, Massachusetts.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You love that because the math,
3: the math link, you love math. Oh. (laughs) Jared. Hi, I'm Jared. I'm a master's plant and environmental science student. Now I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep.
4: And I'm Jonathan. I'm a senior in management um, from Greenville, South Carolina. So you have the easiest load. I do. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> and happily so. Yeah. We're smarter than I yeah.
1: All right. Well, great. Thanks for being with us. Yeah.
5: Well, so y'all, anybody can answer this, you know, whatever order you want. It doesn't have to go around the table as we did just now. But uh, how do you think the typical Christian student, in college or grad,
4: um, thinks about the local church? I think it's... Students who are Christians think it's important, but don't think it, don't think of it as important as they maybe should. It's more like one thing in a list of like you have church, and you have chemist ministries, and you have schoolwork, and you know sports teams, and friendships, and it just kind of gets lost in the mix sometimes. Hmm. Um, instead of viewing it as like an opportunity and a resource to really grow and be plugged into the family, mm-hmm. That's my experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think
3: it kind of depends also on like how far into their college career they are. Cause I think at least for me, when I first came to college, like I did not really think about church at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it really, what started out I was just like, I should go because I wanted my parents before going to college. Right. about So you grew up in church, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I went mm-hmm. to church pretty much my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, as I progressed through college though, it Became more of like this is not just a religious thing, but an actual community I want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. So, I think it just depends as people go through college.
4: Yeah,
3: that's mm-hmm.
4: yeah, helpful. Yeah I, think,
2: yeah, I think that sometimes there's a little bit of hesitation because you're there's so many decisions that you are now making on your own for the mm-hmm. first time when you go to college, and <laughs> so it's like I've never had to pick my own church, and I've never had to decide what different factors play into is this yeah. a good church or is this the hmm. church for me, you right. know, and just kind of the, the hesitation of exactly where you fit into it and hmm. where that works for your life. Hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. Do you have anything else? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I agree. It's interesting because when I read this question, I thought more of my undergrad experience than my graduate experience, mm-hmm. but I went to a Christian school, <laughs> but I think it was about the same. Like it was, a, it is like you guys are all saying, it's your, it's your, first Time you're ever making the decision for yourself, do I want to go to church? It's your mm. first time you're waking up on Sunday morning and your mom's not banging on the door <laughs> saying, Get in the car, we're going to church. Yeah. It's like you get the decision, do I sleep in or do I like get myself yeah, to a yeah. church? I flip and the lights. My dad's with that too. That's good. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think like Rachel was saying, especially that like church shopping phase, it's like if mm. you do make the decision to, to attend a church, you go through this phase, your first view months maybe of you're just kind of going around to different churches so you're still not getting plugged in and that first stage you're like seeing what you like seeing what you don't like um mm-hmm. and then yes yeah, so it's a really like it's a it's a really independent process but it's a really mm-hmm. i guess flighty process as well i think mm-hmm.
1: yeah um so. yeah if i can actually piggyback off of that question <clears throat> um so, so, you know, you, you, you arrive, you show up uh, on campus and you're talking about, uh, you're kind of learning for the first time uh, all kinds of things. But as it relates to, you know, selecting a church to be a part of, what what is a healthy church? What is a good church? Like what marks this kind of community and these kinds of things? Um, what part of the process do you think should parents be involved in that? Like as you're growing up? Right? Um, that, that they're actually helping you, giving you wisdom and counsel on this is actually what a, a healthy church is. So that when you go to, you move away and you're making these decisions for yourself, you have kind of a grid for healthy church. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on that? Not to throw any parents under the bus.
5: <laughs> <clears throat> you can answer. I sometimes that. feel like I've been, <laughs> I'm being thrown under the bus. Because, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Cause, yeah I have, of course, two college students. Mm-hmm. Um, One who is a Christian and, yeah, is running into those challenges. Partially, also, I guess, because she's in town, um, but also has um, a boyfriend who is going to a different church. That's also, I think, a feature at this age that Mm. becomes really difficult, even beyond parents, of, you know, well, I have this other person who I'm really sounding out in many ways, yeah, especially when it comes to I guess the the girl in the relationship may feel more of that pull to, <laughs> yeah. So that's a, that's been an interesting thing trying to work through that with her. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. For me, I think growing up, I watched my parents go through a couple of different like church changes for various reasons. One, like we moved, and then the church we were at when we moved didn't have. We were the only kids in the church, so then we right. kind of did this whole or, like, family church shopped, essentially, for a while. Uh And I think I learned a lot from them, like, in that process. um, They really prioritized, like, community, finding people that, like, us as their Mm -hmm. kids could connect with. Yeah. Um, But also, like, solid biblical teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think they, in the process, kind of, like, compromised is the wrong word, but kind of, like, my mom is talking about, like, things that she was really you know, like strict about in her theology Mm -hmm. of like, I grew up Nazarene. So there's a lot of like stuff in that Wesleyan holiness Mm -hmm. tradition. So stuff Mm -hmm. that she was really like strict on, she was like, I would never go to a church that does this. Mm -hmm. They now go to a church that has like that, because (laughs) (laughs) it's the best place for um, Um, like my brothers, you know, to be. So I think, Mm -hmm. yeah, thinking through those things of like, how much is church about community and how much can I agree to disagree about Mm -hmm. the other stuff?
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, Now, you, you also read Koine Greek, so that has to be a part of the healthy terms, right? <laughs> like that we're actually reading from... I
0: look at the words, right? and I, <laughs> I sounded them out. That's right. not necessarily reading, but yeah. Okay. All
1: right. So, you arrive on campus, maybe freshman year, okay? Or maybe it's your freshman grad year, or whatever, your freshman PhD year. Um, where does... Become a meaningful member in a healthy local church rank on the list of things to do, if you can remember back to that point in time.
4: I think for me, uh, it was important um, just because, like, my, my church back home was, like, biblically sound, but not, like, I feel like it was, like, my parents' church, and they're, like, older people, and, like, I never really felt like it was my church So I always kind of wanted to like go to college and actually join a church that I felt like was my own home and my own family. (laughs) Um, And so I knew it was important. Um, But again, like said, like, it is hard. Like it, it took me most of my freshman year to find out where I actually wanted to go like and commit. Mm -hmm, Um, And I think that's why a lot of people don't. It's because It does take time. Um, Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I kind of agree with that. The whole, you want to find a church that's your own is kind of part of your, college experience and just kind of playing with that a little bit as well as I think that some campus ministries kind of definitely are a thing that you see as well because in the back of my mind I knew I could go home and so it's like I could just go back Um, to church with my parents or even if you live within driving distance it's like well when I go to church I can just hop on home on Sundays and then not find the church of your own. And so it's kind of like Mm. the playing with the decision-making of, do I want to really find the church for myself and kind of get plugged in on my own and grow my Mm. faith more that way than kind of still
3: Mm. at home with your parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I have a different experience because for, uh, for my undergrad, when I first got here, I went to church the first Sunday that semester and did not go again for the entire year. <laughs> um, yeah. um, and I just a, com- I think it's actually a common. Yeah. So for me, it was experience. like really yeah. low because um, I mean, like growing up in church for my whole, entire life. Like when I came mm-hmm. to college, I, I like went out, mm-hmm. but I think that was like largely because I didn't have like a reason why to go to church. Like I didn't mm-hmm. know why I should be a part of a church, um, yeah. mm-hmm. and it wasn't personal for me. It was just. Yeah, that's like what a, I was going to ask. Is like, is there
1: kind of like a theological, yeah, underpinning for why you know that was going on or.
3: Yeah, I just, like, I think that at that time, church was just, like, a very religious entity Mm -hmm. to me and not, like, a very personal thing Mm -hmm. to me. Um, And I think just, like, in my own personal faith, like, I was kind of just, like, wanting to get away from that as well. And so it just wasn't important to me because my faith wasn't important to me. Mm. Yeah. Anybody else on this one?
5: It was important for me. I mean, I, I the, the first week I had a Sunday in Clemson as a transfer student, I came to the Mount. Um, I can probably count on my hand the number of church service Sundays in this area that I have not been at the Mount in, in 25 years or so. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. It was important. I don't think I would have articulated it the way I would have articulated it now. Sure. It mm-hmm. was certainly important, even when, you know, out of school, going into work, Actually, moved closer to be to the church, even though it made yeah. me drive further to go to work, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so, I think the the intention of making me, membership meaningful was always there, but I would not have articulated it that way. I would have known to articulate it that way at the mm-hmm.
1: time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you come to a place knowing you may only be here for four years or so. Uh, can you speak to the challenge of thinking? I've heard this a lot. right? This is just a short-term reality for me, so there's really no need for me to get so invested in a church. I've got my home church back home, and maybe it's like right down the road in Seneca or where, wherever it is. And um, and so you're thinking, yeah, like I, I don't, I don't need uh, to to get so plugged in to get so invested uh, in, in a local church again. It's a short-term thing. So, how do you meet that challenge now? What would you say to to that kind of challenge?
4: I'll say for me, um, I personally couldn't wait to like get out of the house and like start doing things on my own. Part of that was because of COVID. Like I'd been in the house Mm -hmm. for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, like my church was always just kind of like, I always thought in high school, I was like, I'm just going to this church because I'm in high school When I get to college. I get to like finally like choose my own Mm -hmm. church. Um, but I think it's a very real thing. Cause it's like, oh, it's only four years, like whatever, or I can just go home. But I think um, like the habits you form in college, like really help form what you do after college. Like yeah, it's not yeah. just for four years. Mm-hmm. And college is all about like starting to live around and like learning how to do that anyway. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, actually, this is the start of the rest of your life, managing your own responsibilities. So are you going to start that without going to church? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're 18 years old when you get to college for most people, 18, 19. And at that point, I mean, four years is basically a fourth of your life that you've spent. And so are you going to spend the next fourth of your Mm -hmm. life growing four years closer to God or four years further away from God? And just kind of how that ranks, just saying that, oh, it's only four years of your life. That's actually a big portion of your life. And like you said, Jonathan, a big portion of laying the foundation for how the rest of your life is going to play out. So I feel like Mm. it's a very crucial four years of your life to Mm -hmm. spend finding a good church to be a part of.
1: Yeah. and then you have like the Bible saying that you're very providentially blessed if you make it to 70 or like by reason of strength 80. (laughs) So we don't live long right as it is. And so four years is significant. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. It's like five percent of a really long life <laughs> and and not only that but i think to those those uh years from like 18 to 22 are just so formative in a lot of ways i mean i think we've done it long enough now to see like you know guys show up and they're 18 or gals show up and they're 18 and they look like children to me now they look like children right but then when they're graduating 22 21 22 23 there's been a Transition like they feel like adults, Mm -hmm. so it's just a huge formative time. Uh, and I think crucial for that formation that you are plugged into a healthy Mm -hmm. church, a church that is preaching the whole counsel of God. So, Mm -hmm. any other thoughts on on this? (laughs) You just ruined the whole episode. (laughs) I think it'll be okay. It was just 100.
5: Um, yeah,
0: I can speak Mm -hmm. to that. I think a distinction that I would want to make is like Mm. between being a meaningful member and Mm. versus like attending a church Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because as an undergrad, I attended the same church all four years. I was an undergrad in Massachusetts and it never once occurred to me that I should become a member of that church Mm -hmm. because I didn't live there in my mind. Like (laughs) in my mind, I was from Washington. I don't live in Massachusetts. Like why would I become (laughs) a member of a church here? So I really did see my time there as temporary. And while it was important to me, yeah. To be attending church on a regular right. basis and, like, you know, involved. I yeah. went to events and I knew the people there. It wasn't... I never let it feel like home, which mm. is the difference for me, at least, between my undergrad experience and my graduate experience is, like, mm-hmm. I do say, like, I live in Clemson. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not from here, but I live here. Right. And that's a big difference in my, like, mental shift yeah. is, like, calling this place uh, my home for now mm-hmm. and that equaling me needing to be like more plugged into a church than I was yeah, no, I when I was a, just like temporarily there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing I would add, um, cause I, I definitely agree that like four years is not a short time, but I think especially as college students, like we are very pursued by other people to be a part of things, whether it be like yeah. on campus ministries or just generally any clubs, but also churches. And, like once you leave college, that really shifts. And so it's very easy to get plugged in as a college student and like learn how to be a part of the body and learn how to get involved. And I think like Jonathan is saying, like it is really important to learn how to do those things on your own. So yeah. then when you move and you're doing it, like basically again on your own by yourself, like yeah. you know how to do that. And it's not- As soon struggling. as you graduate, they cut you off, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're, exactly. off They're not asking you anymore. <laughs> exactly. right? <Fair> <laughs>
5: Okay. So we've kind of looked at really as we kind of look into the future, maybe shifting into sort of present tense. How do you balance all the things you have to do as students? Paid um, athletes, yeah. Student athletes, yeah. <laughs> um, and potentially, you know, they're they're working already. What's like that they're, weird they're game you play? Spike ball. Spike Not weird. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that that really factors in here. Uh, <laughs> it it's not a scholarship George. sport, right? It's, it's on ESPN. It's, it's on the way. It's on ESPN. <laughs> I saw, yeah, I, saw, I, saw, I saw guys
1: doing it the other day on ESPN and I thought, exactly. that is a strange game. So, <laughs> but anyway, I'm done. sure you're yeah. wonderful. I'd love to come watch you do it. Okay, so Sorry. how do you, you balance
5: those things with being faithful as a member of a local body? What does that look like to you?
0: It looks like a lot of difficult choices. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Every time, I mean, every time I'm doing something that's not work, it's a, like I'm I'm actively choosing it. Like, I have enough work to be doing work 12 hours a day, every day. Mm-hmm. Probably more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel guilty when I'm not <laughs> doing work. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, telling myself that it's an important choice to be making, to be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but also giving myself grace when I know, like, yeah. I do have a lot of my plate and, like, I sure. can't be, you know, the A-plus member all the time. Mm-hmm. Because I have other things that I, like, have to prioritize.
2: So, yeah, it's a lot of mm-hmm. balancing. Mm -hmm. yeah i think trying to trying to plan it in your schedule just like you plan everything else Mm -hmm. or like and you're not going to be able to make everything like you said but maybe when you're asked to do something like you asked me to greet on sunday Mm -hmm. and then you say well i have a rowing regatta in Boston this weekend so I won't be here but next weekend we'll be back can I do it then as like an alternate instead of just saying oh no I can't do it and then two months go by and you never got that opportunity Mm -hmm. to do something Mm -hmm. and just making what you can and Mm -hmm. doing the most with the time that you have and Mm -hmm. making everything meaningful
1: yeah and I think the fact that it has a meaningful place in your life at all is significant like that you would care enough to, to be on the schedule, you know, whatever it is or to, or to make it to to certain things that we're doing together as a church family, uh, while you're doing, you know, all of your classes, your schooling, your rowing or whatever it is, you know, like I think Mm -hmm. that's significant. That's a work of grace and in your hearts. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think playing for me is huge because like, uh, like, they're not things, like, in the church, but it's not things I have to do. It's, like, things I get to do. Um, and so, like, I, if I can plan them ahead along with my yeah. schoolwork, like, I can prioritize that because I, I want to do those things. But mm-hmm. if not, then I'm just kind of, like, following through my week and we'll see what happens and what <laughs> doesn't happen. Yeah. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: yeah, I agree with that for sure. I think it's it's always going to be a balancing act. I mean, that's part of college is learning how to manage no you have the things. most space in your yeah. <laughs> uh, learning to do yeah, that uh, I've <laughs> less time not more time <laughs> for Which, sure and,
1: and to be fair you do pretty much any and everything we
4: ever ask you to do I mean it's yeah. it's just a matter of, I think you just have priorities
1: Yeah. Of Jonathan can you sing sure Jonathan can you put <laughs> it on sure well, Jonathan can you greet sure john can you host this sure john can you do this sure <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> may, the, may the
4: lord be praised brian is something else <laughs> um, but i just think it goes down to like like you said jared things i have to do versus things i get to do it's like mm-hmm. if you think of church something you have to do just to check off it's you're not gonna have any joy in that and yeah you might be going but honestly mm-hmm. what good is that doing yeah mm-hmm. um versus like it's okay. It's already blocked in part of my schedule. Like, I don't need to think about should I do schoolwork or should I go to church? Like, one of my mm-hmm. friends are like, I just have so much to do or I'm hanging mm-hmm. out with my girlfriend. I'm just like, that thought never crosses my mind because it's like, in my mind, the time's yeah. already blocked off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. yeah.
1: Which kind of takes us back up to one of the earlier questions about just the to-do list, right? The, yeah. prior, the prioritization of Christ and His people in your local community. You know? And that being biblically critical to your walk with Jesus. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, as members of this church, how would you say you, I don't know if differ is the right word, but that's the word that I wrote. So how would you say you differ from other students in, you know, you, just your commitments, your community uh, benefits that you've experienced. Uh, maybe you speak to some of those benefits uh, as members of this church. Um, why have you found it beneficial as a student to be a member at our church. Not not everybody at once. <laughs> that was a big question. It was, time. it was. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I like long sentences.
2: Um, I think that one thing that I think is really beneficial, especially in a time of college, um, is... The, that, like, say you take an exam that day and you didn't do well, or maybe I went to practice and practice didn't go well, and I'm sitting and I'm dwelling on this that all these things that I put so much time and effort into aren't going well, and then I'm sitting and my phone dings, and it's a message on Slack that somebody's kid in the middle of the day was singing Jesus loves me or I can't wait to see you guys at Bible study tonight or just something that reminds me that my identity is not in Hmm. the schoolwork or Hmm. whatever happened that day that my identity Hmm. is in Christ Hmm. and that's what's important and like obviously we're going to get the degree to do something that glorifies God and yeah travels down that path but in the end our identity is in Christ not that a or whatever yeah. you made on the exam or whatever's troubling you at the time. Mm. a good perspective.
1: Yeah.
4: I think going off of that, um, I think church is like, especially our church, it's so, such a blessing to have like a foundation and like pastors who were like actually, like their job is to pour into the church, you know, the body. Mm. Mm. Um, and a lot of people think that campus ministries are like church or like Christian friends. And it's like, I have had to take like steps away from those things. Cause I got just like burned out and it's just like you're pouring in all the time. And like, it, there's like a lack of like Christian foundation. Mm-hmm. i never once felt burned out from the ever because mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like mutually a building and quote unquote wisdom of like someone who's 19 is not the same as someone who, mm-hmm. whose job is to care for you. It's just not the same. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Anybody else? One, yeah, one benefit, yeah. I agree with everything you're saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> one benefit that I think I've experienced is just making friends, like mm, yeah, I think as a as an undergraduate it's true, but even it's like more it's true as a graduate student, um, I moved here in August of 2020 yeah. and my first semester of graduate school, wow. all my classes were online. Mm. I didn't yeah. meet any of my professors. Right. Yeah. I didn't meet any of my, like anybody <laughs> yeah. in my cohort. So the Mount was the, right. the first and, and only place for a while that yeah. I was having real human contact. Yeah. yeah. are
1: um, the COVID generation. Yeah. Because you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 you guys well, were meeting well, in person. Yeah. Yeah. Something else. And
0: right. so, and I think, yeah, as a grad student too, like moving here. I didn't, I didn't know anybody here. Um, hmm. Like when I moved here. So it was really important for me to like meet people and um, meet people that had similar values to me. Hmm. And um, so yeah, being a part of the mount has really been beneficial in that hmm. in that way.
3: Yeah, I think like like minded community is like really really big because it's not yeah. just showing up to church at the mount. Because yeah. um, when I first started attending, like before membership was even on my mind, like Brian learned my name and like started greeting me every Sunday, and like <laughs> I like at my previous churches, my pastors did not know me at all, and so I was <laughs> like, wow, I have to actually decide if I want to stay here or not.
2: <laughs>
3: and I'm glad I did because like the people. You yeah. really do pour into you and really do love you, and it's just a community mm-hmm. of that for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's really unique in how people care for each other here, and it's not just show up on Sunday.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's definitely a difference when you know that somebody's going to notice that you weren't there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, is, that is so key. That's Absolutely. huge. Yeah,
0: yeah. and that's, not just in a keeping you accountable way, but like in a loving way. Yeah, yeah. like it oh, we, we were really sorry really that you weren't yeah. there. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm constantly texting at least you <laughs> <laughs> where, where were you? We that's true um, I bet I have a valid reason <laughs> which
4: I do <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that's
1: good uh, can you tell us how can local churches serve students best so just from the students perspective
3: food
2: <laughs> that,
1: okay yeah, that's right. good. yeah I think that was one of the first things we ever did for you right yeah that drew me in like nothing else yeah I remember that
4: right? house had a, a like the best dinner <laughs> I'd had all month and like it, there was Jenny was like oh this is just you know some normal dinner I was like Jenny you have no idea I've been eating like bagels and cereal like <laughs> <laughs> this is so good and then I just came back ever since all right so Food is big.
2: I wrote that down too I wrote meals, meals. yeah <laughs> mm. Well, I like advice I feel mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, s- yeah. somebody said it earlier just there's a difference between 22 year old advice mm-hmm. and advice from a 35 year old woman or 50 year old woman who's had so many more life experience yeah. and that you know is based in Christ and will give you advice from that perspective rather than yeah. this 22 year old well, who's also struggling yeah. with all the same things yeah. that you are Yeah. and I think
0: that's something that a, a church experience, like a membership in a local body has over a campus ministry, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that was one of my favorite things about my uh, church that I went to back in Massachusetts. Like I lived on a campus with like a thousand Christian students mm-hmm. my age, but getting away from all of them and like being able to experience like real life quote unquote <laughs> <laughs> with uh, people of all ages in the church I was attending was, like, so life-giving to me. Um, and same here. Yeah, like, it's just so good to see people of all ages at different walks, uh, stages in their walks. Um,
5: yeah.
0: Yeah, and great time to get advice from people, too. I wrote that down, too. I had meals, mm-hmm. comment, advice.
5: <laughs> well, maybe coming from the other perspective, just, I mean, well, it's cutting in. But because I was so going to so say so that, okay. you, you know what well, I'm saying,
1: like, because you're a student as well, and I forgot that. Well, that's true. But you, you are a, are you, you just had your birthday. Yeah. Are you forty? Six or seven? I'm 46. Okay, good. Okay, so one year younger than I thought you were. <laughs> you Yay! 40, you are a student yeah. at Southern Seminary, so maybe you can speak to this as well.
5: Uh, yeah, it's online school. Or you can say whatever it's you were going to say. incredibly busy. Um, I would say like, yeah, I'm doing one class at a time, yeah. and there are classes that are condensed. It's busy. It's, mm-hmm. it's busy doing pastoral work, doing a full-time day job parenting kids, some of whom are in college themselves. And being in the Theological and, and, Academy. And yeah, being right. in seminary is, is a difficult thing in and of itself. I, I, not that I don't love it. Like, I spent all of last week reading on Christology. Yes. Couldn't have asked for anything the better. doctrine of Christ. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't think I knew. Okay, fine. I'll be, be
4: honest, on. I didn't know that <laughs> Well, It's the person and work of Christ. The benefits <laughs> of membership in the local church. are There you go.
5: Being worked out right here in Florida. Excellent. Well, but what I was going to say, so, I mean, you're talking advice being given from, you know, an older person, somebody who has a kids, who has a different perspective on life, but I think there's a... This word is going to come up to me because we used it earlier today. Not you, and me, but I think it, it happened with my wife or something. Reciprocity. There, mm. There's this the sense of like, you got that one. If you so that it's a <laughs> feedback. Nope.
4: feedback. There, yep. Yeah. We go. So got it. you have yeah. you have a
5: 35 <laughs> year old who is dealing with their kids who's invited you yes. to their home, but they're yes. wondering like. Without those kind of relationships with younger people as well, they're at the same time going, well, why has God put me through all this stuff that I've been through? Mm-hmm. They never have the opportunity to like speak from that wisdom or share from it. It's yeah. just like, oh, well, I've been through a lot of junk and it's kind of messed me up and I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, seeing some renewed passion, seeing some, not, that, not that adults don't have it, but sometimes they're just whittled down by cares of life and getting to see people sort of kind of bursting into the scene it's kind of setting the course of their life in yeah. motion, kind of thing. I mean, that can be helpful. That I mean, so there, there is this balance of, of both sides actually are building one another. It is not just right. old pouring into younger. That's right.
1: So we could even flip the question and just ask, how can local churches serve students best?
5: But how can students exactly. serve local churches? Yeah, because they're not just coming yes. in. Yeah. They, that part of the yeah part of the you know, a meaningful do. member I mean. is really the question of how yeah. do you actually. How are you benefiting the church as well? Because it's not just them pouring into you. All that's a great element, because you're getting to pour in as well. Right? Yeah. I mean, so I
1: mean, not to toot horns, but like Jonathan actually has invited my family over to have lunch with him. He's a student. That's great. You know, Uh, Julianne has taught our kids. You know, (laughs) Rachel has kept our kids several (laughs) times. We're still working on something for Jared <laughs> <laughs> with respect to our family, but it's not just serving the local church, but mm-hmm. but, serve, but the, understanding the church as a collective yeah. of individuals, persons, families. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, we get a lot of a lot of benefit and service from uh, you guys and gals. Yeah. So, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So. You ready? We've, oh, so ready? We've got a student. We've got a student. Ready like spike ball. Okay. What? <laughs> you've got you've got a student. They're a Christian. Maybe they're new to campus. It's another long one here, okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're new to campus or maybe they're not new to campus, but they've sort of slow played or they've undersold the value of everything we mean by church. So what do you say to them? What's your encouragement? What's your apologetic for devoting yourself to
4: a local church? Go. Okay. Anyone? I'll say because it, it's a family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most people I've talked to, like like Jared said, like can't wait to not go because they just grew up and they just learned from their parents that it's just like a check mark. Because you do because it's Sundays and like we're in the Bible belt. So it's Sunday, so you go to church. I'm like, that's a terrible reason to go to church because you're actually not learning anything. Um, so I'd say it's like you go, the, the first thing I ever noticed about the Mount was that it was like a family and like people actually care about one another. And like you said, like they notice if you're gone, like, mm-hmm. oh, like we missed you. I mean, I've never had this before in my life. This is great. Um, so mm-hmm. I think just like thinking about that, especially like your freshman year first semester, like you don't know anybody, like you're lonely. You don't have any friends. Like, like the churches where you're supposed to like have your family and feel cared for. Um, and that's well, that's what my experience mm-hmm. was at the Mount. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say that's why I go. It's not, because it's some super great religious thing to do, but it's because that's where I actually am around other people who understand. You
1: mm-hmm. know, so. Anybody else?
4: Um,
0: I wrote down. It's a great way to get to know the needs of your community that you're living in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like via the yeah. local church. Mm-hmm. Um, like here at the mount, we have a closed closet food pantry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we see like prayer requests like mm-hmm. come on via Slack. And so uh, we're commanded to love others in the Bible. And uh, somebody said to me recently, like, how can you love people that aren't there? How can you love people that you don't know, that you're not in contact with? Right. Um, In an abstract way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, like, in addition to all things Jonathan said, it's part of fulfilling that commandment to love others is to meet the others and mm-hmm. see who's in the community yeah. and see how the local church is already helping others and see how mm-hmm. you can like
2: pull yourself into that ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that if they're saying that the, the church doesn't have value or kind of just downplaying how much of an effect it can have, they haven't really given it a true mm-hmm. chance and to just kind mm-hmm. of give it a real chance because to see how much of an effect it can have on your life. I mean, it will make you not want to sleep in on Sundays. I mean, mm, yeah. it will make you want to go talk to these people that mm. you have not wouldn't have the chance to talk to otherwise. Like Julian said, and it's just kind of gives you this whole sense of different perspective throughout your entire week that and just mm. your life in general, even that you wouldn't have if you weren't a part of a local church mm. that supports you as much as the Mount does. Mm.
3: Yeah, and I mean, if you're genuinely interested, in like living a christian life and and pursuing christ you you can't do that alone Mm. and you need a body of like-minded people to do that i mean just how like people on the mount reflect christ to me and like show me new aspects of christ or Mm. at least like make me appreciate them more Mm. is just it goes throughout my entire week um and i really need it Mm -hmm. um and i think especially like as college students, we often neglect each other to like genuinely check on each other, genuinely care for each other. Mm. Um, and mm. I think a church local body really makes up for that, especially when it's rooted in Christ, um, because like that genuine care is there for me. Like I'm being picked up when I fall down and I'm able to do the same for others. And so that that is really important. I think that'd be my encouragement to other people.
1: Uh, I think it's a great encouragement to end mm-hmm. on.
3: Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
1: Thank yeah. you all.